Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting. They can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 102, Questions and Answers with the Washington Post, part two, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And today's show is a continuation of yesterday's. Actually, like last week, this whole week is special because it's one gigantic post from Mr. Money Mustache answering reader questions. Now, our 100th episode was a great success, and uh, that featured your questions last Friday. So we thought we'd continue that theme and have Mr. Money Mustache answer some questions as well. If you didn't hear yesterday's episode, that would definitely be a good place to start since this is part two of five. And before we get into it, if you have not yet subscribed to Optimal Finance Daily, it would be a big help to us if you would go ahead and do that. You will get these episodes delivered to you automatically instead of having to go hunt for them. And of course, you'll help our podcast rankings as well. Just hit the subscribe button in the podcast app of your choice and you'll be good to go. Okay, that is it for our intro, so let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Questions and Answers with the Washington Post, Part 2, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. A question on biking. After reading the article about you, I started reading your blog. My family is living well below our means and saving aggressively, but the one big thing you suggest that we aren't doing is biking mainly because I run most errands with my three kids, all still on training wheels or tricycles, but too big to fit all three in a trailer. Do you have any suggestions for biking with multiple kids? Answer from Mr. Money Mustache. Excellent biking attitude. One trick some people in my neighborhood do is to put the oldest kid on one of those tag-along bike fittings, I have one called the Novara Afterburner, and tow a trailer behind that. It's fun and gets a lot of positive attention. I bet a four-passenger bike trailer would be a great startup business idea. And of course, soon enough, your kids will be old enough to ride alongside you. Question on car payments. I paid off my car last year. That's $400 a month that I'm not currently spending. While I could look at that as an excuse to cut back my work schedule to enjoy an extra day off each week, I know that my car won't last forever. Someday it'll need to be replaced. Sure, I can buy used, but I will need more money than my car will be worth to pay for it something that would not be possible if I decreased my income by the $400 a month that I am saving 
by driving my car after it has been paid off. The only way that I will stay even or get ahead is if I save that 400 a month and have $6,000, $8,000 in cash to pay for my next car. Answer, agreed. There are two ways to get more free time. Take time off from work, whenever you can afford it, as you describe here, or work really hard and invest the surplus so this money starts generating money for you. That is the route I recommend because it means you eventually become free from the need for mandatory work. But in your position, you can get ahead by not owning such an expensive car. Even now, I have a car worth only about 6K because even that is more than I need to get around. Cars can be real wealth destroyers, especially if you're not yet financially established. Question, how would you define retire? To me, someone who retires quits their job and stops working. Managing a rental property, writing, and doing odd jobs isn't quite a retirement. While that may be better than working a full-time job that helps the person who owns the company get rich. Answer, uh-oh, have the internet retirement police found me here too? Seriously though, early retirement is often different than traditional retirement. When you are young and financially independent, the last thing you wanna do is sit around and do nothing all day, so you take up hobbies. Some of these happen to produce money, while others don't. I couldn't imagine a better concept of retirement. But luckily, the choice is up to you. With financial independence, you really can sit around and not work if you like. My ability to pay the bills doesn't depend at all on the extra income from the hobbies, so those should be looked at as separate from the idea of how to save for retirement. Question on paying off your house. When you paid off your house, did you literally have 100 plus K to give to the bank? What was the process of getting your mortgage off your back? Answer. Sometimes I have paid off houses with lump sums, like if I sold some stocks, but most of the time you just make extra payments, whatever you can handle each month to the bank. Every payment drops the rate of interest accrual, so you get further and further ahead. Eventually, the balance becomes zero and you're free. Question on skills. What importance do you place in having a skill, for example, construction or carpentry, that translates into not only saving money at home, but being an independent contractor? Answer. It's not essential to early retirement. That's just a numbers game. You amass 25 times your annual spending in some stock index funds and you're done. But for me, carpentry is essential for a fun life just because I love building things. And it definitely contributed to my own ability to save a little faster while working and to live a little cheaper by maintaining my own house and rental house. Question, food budget possible with paleo and organic? How are you able to eat a paleo type eating plan on the budget you list for food? Answer by not eating too much meat, but plenty of eggs, and using healthy fats as a big source of calories, which counterintuitively seems to make most people lose body fat if combined with a low-grain, low-sugar diet. Also, bulk buying at Costco or Aldi if you have it. For more on this, you can search for a couple of articles called Killing Your $1,000 Grocery Bill and The Amazing Waste Slimming Wallet Fattening Nutrient at MrMoneyMustache.com. Question, getting started on retiring early. Hi, this is Pete. Awesome article in the post, totally inspiring. I don't wanna retire early because I love what I do, but I wanna have greater financial independence. Beyond employer-managed retirement packages, I've never invested in any type of stock or mutual fund, but I would like to start making more of my money work for me. If I have, say, 400 a month to invest with, what would you recommend? Should I just put it into a savings account? Thanks. Answer. Ah, savings accounts. I have never even had one of those things because they're like stuffing your money into the mattress. The little green employees are idle instead of working for you. For ultimate simplicity, open an account at vanguard.com and invest in the Total Stock Market Index Fund, International Stock Fund, and Small Cap Value Index Fund. 
Meanwhile, read some John Bogle books to understand more about why this is a good idea. Question about standard of living. When I was in college, I didn't have a lot of money and didn't mind sharing a small space with a roommate. When I graduated, got a job in my first apartment, I suddenly had more income to live on. It was easy to expand my spending to include more trips out to dinner or to the movies. I never spent more than I made, but as my income increased, so did my spending. I know that if I hadn't moved into a larger place, gone out more often, and spent more money on the things I didn't really need, I could have saved a lot more money. I think that once you get comfortable with the things you have, it's hard to imagine scaling back and living in a smaller home, driving an older car, and stopping going out to dinner or the movies. Once you have it, it's hard not to have it. How is someone who is used to having and spending $50,000 a year supposed to cut back to just $25,000 a year without feeling like they gave up too much? Answer. I think the first step is to understand that the money spending is probably not the source of your happiness and to be inspired by the challenge of trying to find a better way to meet your needs. Once you view it as a positive challenge rather than a negative deprivation, you lose your fear of trying new things. Remember, you're not the first person to take this adventure and most people who do it report great satisfaction. To be continued. You just listened to part two of the post titled Questions and Answers with the Washington Post by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And again, if you enjoy listening to our podcast and would like to help us keep it going and growing, make sure you subscribe. It's a great way to show your support. And while you're at it, please also check out and subscribe to our brother podcast, Optimal Living Daily. If you enjoy this show, you're sure to love that one as well. And that'll do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. Of course, we'll be continuing this five-part post from Mr. Money Mustache tomorrow. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from amazing bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. 
So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.